1: The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. And this time we're going to talk about a national nonprofit who's getting a lot of help right here in Portland. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Deanna, Portland Development Specialist for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and Taylor Polly, Director of Marketing at Ricks Custom Fencing and Decking. Hey there, ladies. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland.
2: Thank you. Hi.
1: So I think we should get started today, Deanna, talking to you and find out all about St. Jude.
2: Sure. Well, um, St. Jude is a children's research hospital located in Memphis, Tennessee. And St. Jude is really leading the way the world understands, treats, and hopefully eventually defeats childhood cancer. Uh, Started in 1962 by Danny Thomas, the hospital is most known for the fact that no family ever receives a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because all a family should have to worry about is helping their child live. And locally here in Portland, we have several fundraising events that help support that mission. One of the upcoming events is the St. Jude Walk Run, which is happening on September 24th at Tualatin Community Park. And we have several local sponsors for that event, and one of our biggest sponsors is is Rick's Custom Fencing, which is why we're here today with them.
1: Yeah, very nice. So St. Jude, you said, started in 1962, is that right?
2: Yeah, 1962. And uh, from the minute they opened their doors, they made a promise that no family would ever receive a bill.
1: Yeah, that's been a big deal for Danny Thomas and, and his daughter, Marlo, right?
2: Yeah, it, she really took up the cause uh, after her father passed away. But in 1962, when Danny opened the hospital, the survival rate for leukemia, which is the most common form of childhood cancer, was only 4%. And today that survival rate is well over 94% because of the work done at St. Jude.
1: That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and
2: if you look at childhood cancers as a whole, only 20% of children would have survived in 1962. Four out of every five children diagnosed with any form of cancer would pass away. And now that number is up over 80% because of the work done at St. Jude.
1: That's amazing. Really amazing. So uh, what other kind of children's diseases and cancer are they helping out with?
2: Well, they treat most forms of childhood cancer and research. Um, They've also treated sickle cell disease, bubble boy disease, AIDS, HIV AIDS. Um, We've worked on all of those diseases as well. And the most amazing part about St. Jude is you're accepted as a patient there not based on your ability to pay or lack of ability to pay, but really just based on your diagnosis. And that's how I became a part of St. Jude, is we live here in the Portland area, and my fourth child, my son Gideon, um, had a very rare form of melanoma at just three years old. And the local hospitals didn't know what to do. They hadn't seen melanoma such an advanced case and such a young child before. And so after multiple tests were ran and they confirmed again and again that it was melanoma and that it was in an advanced stage, we were sent to St. Jude in Memphis.
1: Wow. And how's he doing today?
2: So today Gideon is 12 years old. He's about to start the seventh grade this year and he's cancer free.
1: That is wonderful. How happy does that make you?
2: It's amazing, the work that they did at St. Jude. So he did have pretty radical surgery as part of his treatment. They, um, his tumor was on his face. And so they removed an inch and a half by three inches of his cheek. And um, not only did they do the surgery to remove the cancer, but they also did plastic surgery. And so today when you meet Gideon, the first thing you see is his smile, not his scar.
1: That's wonderful. Oh, yay. Good news. Yeah. So is the only hospital in Memphis?
2: So they do have affiliate clinics um, in the southeastern part of the United States where some St. Jude patients do receive treatment under the guidance of St. Jude doctors. However, when St. Jude finds a cure or comes up with a treatment plan for one of the childhood diseases or cancers that they treat, they then freely share that research with hospitals around the world. And so we like to say one child saved at St. Jude means thousands elsewhere. The way that translates in real life is when Gideon was diagnosed with melanoma, the local hospitals had not heard of, you know, this in a young child. And so after Gideon's treatment, his St. Jude doctors have worked with local doctors, both in Portland and in Seattle, to educate them and to show them what can be done and how to treat it. And there are pediatric melanoma patients being treated in Portland and in Seattle by doctors locally that have learned from what you know, St. Jude taught them.
1: Incredible. Mm-hmm. So what, what was it like for you as a parent? And what is it like for parents in general to have to travel that far to Tennessee to, to you have the children? To I care? will
2: say it was pretty scary. It was, a, it was one of those gut moments where you just say, wow, my kid is sick enough to be at St. Jude. And yet for me, that feeling really quickly turned into one of hope of my kid is at the best possible place. Yeah. Uh, where they know what to do. They've seen this before. And if there's any possibility of a cure, it's going to be here at St. Jude and that hope that they give. And what I really love and what I'm most excited about about our walk this year is recently you may have seen in the news that St. Jude has expanded their mission globally. So when I gave the numbers of 80% of children with childhood cancer survived today, Those numbers are for here in the United States, but worldwide, we're still back in 1962. It's still less than 20% worldwide for the six most common forms of childhood cancer. And so one of the things that St. Jude is doing to solve that really big, real problem is we have made a commitment to provide free chemotherapy drugs for the six most common forms of childhood cancer to our partner clinics around the world. We now have well over 200 partner clinics in countries around the world, developing countries, where we can provide that level of support and remove that barrier.
1: That's incredible. It's gone global. Global. Yeah,
2: gone global. And the goal is really audacious. It's to make the survival rate for the six most common forms of childhood cancer to be 60% by the year 2030.
1: Nice. I like that goal. I'm down yeah. with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the huge increase. It's tripling the survival rate. Awesome.
1: Let me so. introduce again uh, Taylor Polly, Director of Marketing at Ricks Custom Fencing and Decking. Now, Taylor, how are you guys involved with St. Jude?
0: Well, we have had the honor to be involved now. This will be our second project we've worked directly with St. Jude on uh, last year we were asked to be one of the vendors that got to help with a really cool project that they do called the dream home showcase. Am I saying that right, Deanna? Yes. So they will uh a, a local contractor who will take on the project of building a home and all of the costs that go into that are usually in kind donations and working with local contractors to keep that cost as low as possible, because when they are done with the home, it is sold and all of that money goes to St Jude. Oh. So it's a really really neat project and i believe this was the first one in the Vancouver area or the Portland area was last year. Um right. so we we were uh, the fencing vendor for that and uh that really was so eye opening to see that the way that St Jude is so creative with their fundraising and they found a really impactful way to bring a bunch of local businesses together to do something that had such a large impact. Um, I was just really impressed with that Um, and then we were asked to be this year a part of the the St. Jude Walk Run and in such an exciting year when it's coming back as an in-person event so uh, we are we're so honored and excited to be one of the sponsors this year.
1: You're kind of a philanthropist at heart aren't you Taylor?
0: I am. Yeah, I, I am. I really, uh, I really enjoy giving back to the communities that have helped grow our business. Um, Rick's Custom Pensing and Decking is a family business. Um, my father, Rick, started it out of his backyard in 1980. So we're going on 42 years in these local communities here. Um, and my parents raised me with a sense of, of giving back, and supporting those that, uh, that help us, um, that that's how we all as people can, can give back and stay connected. And so, uh, yeah, for me, I, I've loved being a part of my family's business, but being able to serve the larger communities as well, while doing that has been a a real gift.
1: When did you guys start the RICS community support drive?
0: So when COVID started happening uh, in our local communities and we started seeing the effects of what that would look like, um, you know, construction businesses like ours, where we had a retail location, were deemed essential. And early on there, we remember those days when those essential businesses were the only ones where their employees got to continue working. And that to us was a blessing, but we saw so many other people around us struggling um, on a, a business level and a personal level. and. It was clear that we, if we were going to make sure we didn't take advantage of this fortune, that we did nothing to to earn just by the nature of what our business was, we really wanted to make sure that we started giving back in a big way. So in June of 2020, we started a, uh, a fun endeavor where for every fence board we sold in the month of June, we gave 25 cents. And uh, we sold nearly 100,000 fence boards that month. Wow. (laughs) So we did about $25,000 in donations in just our first month. And from there, the impact of getting involved with the local organizations and getting our employees involved and our customers involved, it was so clear that this wasn't just going to be a one-time thing. So we've continued to find new organizations to partner with and new creative ways to involve our employees and customers. And it's been a really fun and incredibly meaningful endeavor for us.
1: Yeah. What, what incredible ways to find out how you can help out and to, and to, it's been so interesting for me during the pandemic to interview people who have really pivoted their business and made it, made this horribleness, something really turned out to be really great. And it sounds like you've, you guys have really done that at Rick's Fencing.
0: Absolutely. That innovation that people have had in this in these last couple of years is just, I mean, there are there are silver linings for sure in, in any of these things, especially when we go through them all as a global community. Yeah. So uh yeah, it's been really impressive to watch how people have pivoted.
1: And really and I, special to be to be on the receiving end of that too. I mean, you've really helped a lot of people.
0: Oh, thank you. It's it's really, it's our joy.
1: Deanna, I think I interrupted you.
2: Oh, it's fine. I was just going to say, I love the 25 cents a fence board story there. It reminds me so much of what Danny Thomas used to say, which is, I'd rather a million people give me a dollar than one person give me a million, because he knew that it would take uh, the world. It would take a huge community of people to solve this problem of childhood cancer. And Rick's custom fencing and ducking really embodies that spirit. Uh, with the way that they raise money for their community support drive.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. Deanna, you're the Portland Development Specialist for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Just wanted to introduce you one more time. What does it mean to have Rick's fencing and, and decking be involved with St. Jude?
2: Well, to me personally, it always means so much when businesses or individuals in our local community get involved with the mission of St. Jude. And the reason it means so much is because St. Jude is a hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. And I think it's really easy to say that's other people's kids. That's someone else's problem. But I can tell you from my firsthand experience when my son was diagnosed um, with melanoma, and we were told, you know, he may not survive, he probably wouldn't survive. The pathology was the pathology of a child who most likely would not survive childhood. And that felt so overwhelming. And as a parent, I just wanted. To feel like I could do something, do anything. And yet I was really at the mercy of the doctors and the experts who knew better. And having to travel so far away, um, I found a new community at St. Jude, my St. Jude family. But then when he finished treatment and we came home, there was that fear of I'm leaving that community. And every time we get a new partner like Rick's, um, it's it reminds me that community is here too, our St. Jude family is here with us. They're in the fight with us. And so every dollar that's raised for the St. Jude Walk Run, uh, because when you sign up for the St. Jude Walk Run, it's a free event. You register for free. And then we give you the tools to do fundraising online. Rick's has already donated $5,000 just to kick off fundraising um, and is challenging the community to do the same, to match that. And um, every dollar that someone from our community gives, it's almost like they're raising their hand and saying, we're in the fight with you. We're in the fight with every St. Jude kid from our hometown, our home community, because there are several children like my son that travel back and forth to Memphis for treatment.
1: Deanna, tell me more about the Walk Run, which is coming up on September 24th. Is that right?
2: Yeah. The best way to sign up is just to go online to the website, stjude.org backslash portland uh, really easy to remember, stjude.org backslash walkportland. And you can register for free. You can sign up to be a part of the RICS team, or you can make your own team, uh, or you can just sign up as an individual. No matter how you register, it's free. The event is on September 24th at Twalton Community Park, and it's a family-friendly and dog-friendly event. Okay. So we encourage you to register your whole family. Once you've raised, fundraised $100 or more, you'll automatically earn an event t-shirt and that'll be mailed directly to your house. And so you'll get it if you raise the money at least two weeks before the event, you should get your shirt before the event. Um, After that, it may arrive after the event, but it will come to your house. You can earn other prizes and incentives, but the more you fundraise, all the way up to fundraising $10,000 and you can earn an iPad. Uh, So really a lot of fun, but we make fundraising really easy. You can connect it to a Facebook fundraiser through uh, your online fundraising page. And the person who does that typically raises about $280 just by connecting it to their Facebook fundraiser. Wow. Uh, Do it with friends and family. We have a, it's a 5K. Um, You can run it, you can walk it. You can do the 1K family loop. You can do Danny's Dash, which is gonna be a quick little dash for the children. Uh, And there's gonna be so many events happening that day or activities happening that day. That will really bring the hospital to life and help you understand more about the work that St. Jude does at the park there.
1: Is there a way for someone to help out who's unable to make the walk? For example, me, I'm out of town that weekend at a wedding. So is yeah. there a way for me to help out and, and yeah, there
2: not- totally is. So you can register as a virtual participant, which means I'm in a fundraise and I may not be walking on September 24th, or maybe not even at, you know, and not at the park, but there's an app. You can download, that's free. It's just the St. Jude walk app and you sign in there and you actually, when you turn it on after you fundraise and everything and you go to turn it on around September 24th, you'll have the option to do a virtual walk where little emojis will pop up and uh, give you information about the hospital. And it's a really custom unique experience that I've not seen anyone else do. And so as you're walking, it keeps track of your distance. Um, and it'll pop up these little characters, kind of like you're playing Pokemon Go, and you'll move your phone around and catch them, and then they'll tell you some facts about the hospital.
1: Oh, that's fun. You'll
2: be able to take a picture like you're standing at the start line um, on there, and a virtual background will pop up of the start line and of the finish line when you've reached 5K.
1: What a great way to make it fun virtually. That's fantastic. Is that something you kind of- That sounds
2: like so much fun. I'm going
0: to be there, but I almost want to do it virtually. (laughs) You can do it both. You can do it both.
2: Okay. (laughs) I'm going to do both then.
1: Well, Deanna, is that something you had to do because of the pandemic? You know, was it? did you do virtual walks before this?
2: Yeah. The last two years, we've not been able to have our in-person walk run, but the walk run is such a pivotal part of how we get our fundraisers involved with the hospital. And we didn't want to lose our loyal walk-run supporters. And so we had to come up with a way for them to still be involved without gathering together. And we very quickly pivoted and set up the app. And each year it's expanded. And we've decided that we want to keep that as a permanent part of the walk experience.
1: Yeah, another silver lining, right?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Let me introduce Taylor Polly once again, Director of Marketing at Ricks Custom Fencing and Decking. Now, Taylor, why did Ricks begin sponsoring the St. Jude's Walk-Run this year?
0: We wanted to make sure that we continued our partnership with St. Jude after the amazing success of the Dream Home Showcase. Um, the, there was plans to have another home this year, and I think that got pushed until uh, 2023. So uh, it was just, I think it was very serendipitous that we had a plan. It was in my budget already. I wanted to help St. Jude again this year. And uh, Deanna said, well got this great, exciting event coming back in person. And for us to be able to be in person in the community and bring our employees together. And and like I said, we get customers that get involved with these things as if they were kind of one of the team. And I love that. Um, You know, our our business is about probably about 50% return customers and friend and neighbor referral. Um, You know, we, we have just a, a longstanding reputation in the community. So, when people see our, our logo and our shirts and stuff, they recognize us. And so I'm really excited to be able to do something like this in person and join some of our friends and our employees and customers to be a part of it. Um, yeah, St. Jude's mission is is so wonderful and our RICS community support drive, we've we've decided that the what makes the most sense for us is to partner with organizations that help children and families. And you just, can't find a more meaningful organization than St. Jude in that in that arena
1: that is so wonderful what a great partnership
0: it really is it -hmm. really is
1: for us too so Taylor you're the daughter of Rick right so how how long has Rick's fencing been in in around the Portland area
0: I'm sorry can you say that one more time
1: how long has your dad's business been in the Portland area
0: yeah, he, uh, him, and my mom started the business out of their backyard in Gaston, Oregon, um, in 1980. So we are celebrating 42 years. Um, September is actually an exciting month for us. We always celebrate our anniversary in September, and so the we always do a bunch of fun specials as well, um, including our our annual Ugly Fence Contest. <laughs> <laughs> That's always been a fun one. So if you've got an ugly fence in your backyard and it needs to be replaced, well, you're in luck because we're giving away 100 feet of fencing materials uh, for the ugliest submission. So I would have had a
1: good fence for you a couple of years back. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> So,
0: if uh, if you're interested, you can visit our website after September 1st, uh, ricksensing.com and slash ugly fence will be where that will be. That's um, great. <laughs> but we've got some fun promotions. We're gonna have some uh, customer appreciation barbecues around at our stores as well. So, um, so yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun time of year for us to celebrate uh, 42 years in the in the Portland area.
1: Well, congratulations on that. That's fantastic.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Hey, Deanna, I want to ask you, how does St. Jude uh, care for the whole family? You know, you're, you said uh, Gideon was your fourth child, so you have three three older children. And how did they take care of the whole family?
2: Actually, I actually have five children total. Oh, okay. So Gideon's the fourth of five. And one of the ways that they take care of the whole family is by simply not having a billing department. No family gets a bill. The immense pressure that it comes with huge medical bills that typically... Are hand in hand with a child that has a serious diagnosis cannot be described. I have another child who has spina bifida and was treated here locally. And I will say the stress that we experienced from those bills um, was just so overwhelming. It was hard to stay focused on our child. Yeah. Uh, but with Gideon, because we never received a bill from St. Jude, we didn't have those same stresses. Secondly, almost a hundred percent of St. Jude treatments are done on an outpatient basis. Uh, So when you're at the hospital, they actually have patient family housing right on campus. So they also have some off-campus options, but they're all provided by St. Jude and with shuttle service back and forth to the hospital if you're in one of the off-campus housing. And that allows the patient to still live with their family While they're undergoing treatment, they have found that that's really actually important for the child's healing is to be in that family atmosphere. And they provide all the tools you need to be supported to keep that child with you in your hotel room or apartment, depending on which housing structure you're in. And they really make campus a family friendly place. Um, So they've got, you know, playgrounds and activity centers, even a school right there on campus. And so when we're going back and forth to Memphis, sometimes we're there for two weeks at a time. That can be really disruptive to oh, Gideon's yeah. school. So they actually reach out to Gideon's homeroom teachers uh, here at home and make sure that they're following the curriculum that the other students are getting in his classroom. They're not just teaching him, for instance, when he was in third grade, what every third grader was getting. You know, They actually reached out to his particular teachers kept him on track. So it was like he hadn't missed school when he got home. So they just really make sure that that child gets to experience life as a child. As they go into the teenage years, Gideon's really excited to go back and visit St. Jude as a teenager because they have a team life program that includes prom and high school graduation. Really cool. So,
1: yeah. Oh, that's awesome. We have about a minute left. I want you to tell us all we need to know about the walk run one more time.
2: All right, I really would encourage everyone to go register for the event. Like I said, it's a free event. You register online at stjude.org backslash The event's happening September 24th. At 9 a.m. is going to be the opening ceremony. The walk will shart- start short- shortly after that at Twalton Community Park. And uh, we've got a lot of activities planned for the day for the whole family. It's an that you can safely bring the whole family, even your dog to and join us. We've got something for everyone. Don't let the fact that it's a 5K scare you if you're not a fitness person. Uh, we've got activities for everyone. So
1: That's going to be great. It's going to be a, a great event. Yeah. Well, you guys, thanks so much for telling us all about this. This is really fantastic. Great conversation. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Oh,
0: Thank you as well, Gary. Yeah.
1: We've been talking today with Deanna, Portland Development Specialist for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and Taylor Polly, Director of Marketing at Ricks Custom Fencing and Decking. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.